This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thursday on an island. Simon was shipwrecked and washed up on the shore of a deserted island. He's thirsty, and the only thing he has is a plastic bag and a straw. After looking around, he sees a juicy cactus, a tall leafy tree, a dirty pond, a pool of mud. How can he use the plastic bag to get water? He can't use the cactus. It can be toxic, and without a sharp tool to reach the pulp, the plastic bag is useless. The dirty pond and muddy pool are filled with bacteria and parasites, and without tools to start a fire and boil the water, he could get sick. The best bet is the tall, leafy tree. He simply needs to tie the bag on the edge of a branch and pierce it slightly with a stick. The tree will produce drinkable water through transpiration. Well, that's clever. Where's the waiter? Adam is the head waiter at a one-story steakhouse. On the busiest night of the week, he vanished, and the owner called the police to file a missing persons report. Detectives talked to the last three people who saw him. A trainee server said she only saw him when he got to work and parked his bicycle. The chef said he saw the waiter in the kitchen when he came to get a glass of orange juice. The cook said he last saw the waiter going upstairs. After the statements, the police arrested the cook. Why? This was a one-story restaurant. He couldn't have gone upstairs. Spilling the tea Susie went to study for her university exam at a coffee shop. She ordered a white tea and sat down. Ten minutes later, she got up to go to the bathroom. When she returned, her laptop wouldn't turn on and her teacup was empty. Someone had spilled the tea on her computer and cleaned it up. She called the manager, told him what happened, and they came up with three suspects. The barista said he had been swamped and didn't see anything. The supervisor said he was sorry that the milky tea spilled on the computer and he could see if insurance would cover the cost. The head barista said he was sorry the milky tea spilled on her laptop, and he'd make her another one while they waited for the police to arrive. Immediately, the store manager knew who did it. It was the supervisor. He couldn't have known that the tea had milk in it since it was cleaned up. 
the only person who remembered the order was the one who prepared it. The missing phone We're at the coffee shop again. This time, Stuart forgot his phone on the table when he left. But once he realized and came back, his phone was gone. He saw a guy running outside the store, and Stuart chased him. When he caught him, Stuart said, I've lost my device. Did you take it by accident? The man replied, I have no idea where your phone is, sir. I was just grabbing coffee. Stuart immediately called the police. Why? Stewart told him he lost his device. That could have been anything from a smartwatch to a camera or something else. The guy couldn't have known it was a phone unless he took it. Where did the baker go? The Cupcakes Den is a local shop that became famous for its tasty, well, you guessed it, cupcakes. On Monday morning, the head baker vanished, and the shop couldn't deliver the 200 cupcakes they had promised for a birthday party. The owner called the police, and they had three suspects in their custody. The helper said he had gone out to buy more frosting, but when he returned, the baker was gone. The waiter said he had been cleaning the shop of the massive mess from making the 200 cupcakes. The manager said he was meeting with a new supplier to get more beef jerky at the shop. The detectives knew who was lying. Can you guess it? It's the manager. Who needs beef jerky at a cupcake shop? Get the last question right. Adam was taking part in a brain teaser TV game show, and he had one last question to answer before winning $50,000. He was tired and decided to call his best friend, Luke, to help him. The host asked, If you could rearrange the order of the letters in this word, A-C-I-P-C-I-F, What does it show? A country, a city, a large mountain, or an ocean? Luke answered correctly. Can you? An ocean. If you unscramble the word, it shows Pacific. Where's he hiding? Martin vanished one morning, and his family called the police. Detectives searched everywhere and questioned 15 people, but none of them gave any untruthful answers. His son Jake found a letter from his dad saying, If you love me, you'll find me. He went to his father's office to see if he could find any clues. He was looking around the room and immediately knew where his father was hiding. Can you guess it? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. On the wall, there's a picture frame with his dad's cabin, and it's got a hand-drawn circle on it. He must be there. Lost in an underwater cave Sarah just got her certificate as a cave diver. 
she decided to spend her afternoon exploring some dangerous underwater ocean caves. While turning left and right, she got lost. She didn't have enough time to look for her way back and continued swimming further. That was when she came across three openings. Through the first, there were 45 hungry piranhas. Through the second, a great white shark. And through the last one, a giant box jellyfish. Which is the safest path? The first one! Piranhas are freshwater fish. They can't survive in salt water. The van. Susan was outside watering her plants when she noticed three people dressed in black clothing carrying electronic devices from her neighbor's home. She asked them what they were doing, and they said they were from a moving company. Immediately, Susan called the police. Why? There were no license plates on the van, and movers don't only carry electronic equipment, but all sorts of stuff. The Prison Escape One morning, Detective Smith was called into a maximum security prison to discover how three men had managed to escape from their cells. The prisoners could neither see nor talk to each other, but they arranged their escape together. They went to the shower room at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And only one person was allowed in at different periods. How did they manage to communicate and escape? They wrote messages to each other on the bathroom mirrors, used steam to read them, and planned their escape together. The Villa Disappearance It was a cold, rainy weekend. Michael, Susie, Amara, and Luke were spending Saturday and Sunday together playing board games. On Saturday morning, when they woke up, Amara was missing. They looked everywhere for her, but couldn't find her. That was when Luke called the police. Detectives examined the room and asked everybody what they were doing at 4 a.m. Luke said he couldn't sleep, so he went downstairs to the gaming room to play some online games. Michael said he couldn't sleep either, so he went outside to look at the stars. Susie said she followed Michael outside to get some fresh air. That was when the detectives figured out who was lying. Michael and Susie. It was a rainy weekend, remember? The Cursed Photo Alan was on his final stretch to becoming a detective. He passed a bunch of assessments until he reached the last one. This was where his attention to detail skills would be tested. The chief of police handed Alan a photo. He told him, This is Michael. He's having a birthday party. But something in this photo is very eerie. Alan spotted it in two seconds. Can you? There's a hand inside the blue balloon. Well, how did it get there? The right amount of water. Peter was the best problem solver in his class. One day, his chemistry teacher called him up to test his intelligence and inspire his peers. He gave Peter three glass jugs. 
None of them had any measuring markings on them, but just a label showing their maximum capacity. The first jug was filled with water up to the top, and the label read 8 liters. The second was empty, and its label showed 5 liters. The third was also empty, with a maximum capacity of 3 liters. The teacher told Peter to arrange the liquid so that only 2 liters remained in one glass jug without using any measuring tools. Peter figured out how to do it in 4 seconds. First, he needs to fill the 5-liter jug all the way to the top. Then he needs to pour the water from the 5-liter jug into the 3-liter jar until it's full. What remains in the 5-liter jug is 2 liters. The Treasure Coin An archaeologist spent the past year looking for a lost ancient treasure. As he was digging, he found one ancient gold coin. He took it to his museum. When his colleagues carefully cleaned the coin and took a closer look, they refused to accept it. Why? It reads 100 BCE on the back. Ancient people didn't know they lived in that era. Or did they? <laughs> no, they didn't. Hey, look at these couples. Can you spot anything weird here? Seems like the only real wife is the one on the right. She looks grumpy, but she is authentically human. Meanwhile, the lady on the left must be a robot. Just look at her legs. A local bank's money was stolen right in the middle of the day. But no one noticed that. Several days later, the room where the money used to be stored was found completely empty. There was just one note saying 7718. The police arrested three suspects, Bill, Jeff, and Cody. But the officers didn't know which of them was guilty. They invited a famous detective to crack the mysterious case. And the detective managed to decipher the note immediately. Can you do it too? So turn the paper upside down. This way, the numbers turn into a name, Bill. The man wants to enter an exclusive club, but he doesn't know the password. Another man walks up to the entrance. The doorman says 12, and the man says 6, and is allowed to enter. Another man approaches. The doorman says 6, the man says 3, and the doorman lets him in. Thinking he's heard enough, our guy walks to the door. When the doorman says 10, he says 5. But he isn't allowed to enter. What should he have said? Three. The correct answer is the number of letters in the word the doorman says. Martin was a robber. One day, he was trying to escape from the police after robbing a bank. He had three gold bars in his arms, each weighing 20 pounds. Ooh. The only way to get away was to cross a bridge, which could only support 220 pounds. 
The three bars of gold weigh 60 pounds, and Martin weighed 180 pounds. Uh Could he cross the bridge without getting rid of any of the bars? Now, Martin can't leave a bar of gold and come pick it up later. So the only solution is to make those bars fly. To make it happen, Martin must juggle them. This way, only two bars will add extra weight to the bridge, while the third one will always remain airborne. Voila! 180 plus 20 plus 20 equals 220. So the bridge can totally handle it. However, Martin couldn't handle it because he couldn't juggle. And the police got their man. A thief entered a high-end boutique and forced the shop assistant to open the safe. The shop assistant said, The code for the safe is different every day, and if you harm me, you'll never get the code. But the thief managed to guess the code on his own. How did he do it? The thief was smart. The code to the safe was the word different just as the shop assistant said. A wealthy businessman, Mr. Ben Swift, was taken away and locked up in a dark room. His phone had almost no charge. He could only send one message. He knew that someone could be spying on his phone, so he decided to send a message with a code to a high school friend, John Smith, who had a detective agency. He remembered that in high school, They would cipher messages to each other, replacing each letter with the one to the left. So he sent this. Can you guess what it means? It's not gibberish. Once you decipher it, the message reads accountant. So it seems his accountant is to blame. You're wandering through the jungle when, all of a sudden, you see a magnificent ancient castle. You enter it and see its inhabitants. It's kind of hard to say if they're friendly or not, but hey, look, they've just fetched you some snacks. Still, you can tell from their grins Uh that these snacks might be a trap for you. You can't say no to them and need to choose something to eat. There are four muffins in front of you. They all look yummy and your mouth is watering. One of the inhabitants, who seems to be the leader, tells you that the first muffet has some fermented cabbage inside. The second is swarming with live ants. The third has mud instead of chocolate cream. And the fourth one has aki fruit inside. So, which dessert should you opt for? A muffin with fermented cabbage may sound weird, but it's safe to eat. You've tried fermented cabbage, aka kimchi, before, and you loved it. For those who love unusual stuff, the fourth muffin is okay too. Aki fruit is delicious when cooked properly. As for the ants and mud muffins, I'd pass. Lucy is a nail technician. Her services are free to anyone who wants to set up an appointment. However, most people still end up paying her. How so? Lucy only does one hand for free, so most people who come end up paying the full price. 
they don't want to look weird with their nails done only on one hand. Poor Kathy lived with a stepmother and three wicked stepsisters. Her dream was to go to a lit party, which she had been waiting for a year. Her stepmother, Eveline, never let Kathy go anywhere. But this time, Eveline decided to let Kathy go as soon as she had finished with all her tasks. The stepmother asked Kathy to bring her some water, but she gave her a colander to carry the water. <laughs> How can Kathy bring the water uh -oh. if she has nothing but a colander? Kathy needs to freeze some water and put it in the colander. It'll take some time to melt. When Evelyn gets that colander full of ice, technically, it'll be full of water. Jeremy got lost while driving. So he found the nearest town and decided to spend the night in a hotel. After checking in, he went to the restaurant. Suddenly, the lights went off and everyone fell asleep. The next morning, Jeremy had a terrible headache and he couldn't remember anything. Look at these two photos. They were taken before and after the lights went out. Can you guess what happened? Look, there are some balloons in the first photo, but none in the second one. They must have been filled with sleeping gas. Someone wanted everyone to sleep. Jenny went grocery shopping and bought a lot of milk, yogurt, meat, and cheese. When she came back home, she realized that she had nowhere oh, no. to store all these products as her fridge was already full. How can she save all the food she bought? Jenny needs to revise the stuff in her fridge. Look, there's a pack of rice, some chips, and even cookies. These products don't need to be stored in the fridge. Once she takes them out of the fridge, she'll have enough space to store the dairy products and meat she bought. Twiggy's got her two piggies. Alex grooves with his two wolves. And Tony has a pony. They're all on the shore of a vast and dangerous river. They need to get across, and there's only one small raft nearby. But it's not as simple as it might seem. There are five rules the guys need to follow. Rule number one, the raft can only carry two of them. Number two, only humans can row. Number three, the piggies can't ride with Alex unless Twiggy is around. Number four, the wolves can't ride with Twiggy without Alex. And finally, number five, the pony can only ride with Tony. How can they all get across? First, they need Tony on board. He needs to take one of the wolves across the river. The rules don't prohibit it. When he comes back, Alex takes the second wolf across the river. Then Alex goes back alone. Twiggy joins him and they go to the other bank where Twiggy leaves Alex and goes back alone. She gives the raft to Tony and his pony, and they go to the other bank. When they reach it, Alex takes the raft and goes back to pick up Twiggy. He picks her up, they go back, and Twiggy leaves Alex there. 
After that, she goes back to pick up her pigs one by one. Finally, I thought this was never going to end. <laughs> it's Lucy's birthday today. She ordered a cake. But unfortunately, the delivery guy brought the wrong one. Lucy goes to the pastry shop herself and asks to replace the cake. There are three cakes left in the fridge. Can you find the correct one? The first cake has a bride and groom figurine on top, so it's probably a wedding cake. The second cake is meant for another customer named Mary. Therefore, the third one belongs to Lucy. Lucy takes the cake and heads home. She's passing by an Italian restaurant. Can you spot a vampire hunter among these people? It's this chef with a garlic necklace. Finally, Lucy returns home. Some of her guests are already here. Her sister Stella, her college friend Anna, and her colleague Jessica. Lucy asks them to iron her new party dress and rushes to the shower to freshen up. Then she returns to the guests. The dress is perfectly ironed, but there's a huge blue stain on it. Can you figure out who put the stain on her dress? It was Jessica. She has blue ink on her hands because her pen was leaking. Lucy goes to her bedroom to find a new outfit for her party. Then she returns to the kitchen to check on the cake in the fridge. Oh no! Someone has bitten it! Lucy hasn't even blown the candles yet. Who's guilty? Take a look at the crime scene. There's a used fork with some red lipstick on it. Anna is the only one who's wearing red lipstick. The mystery is solved. Lucy gives Anna a postcard with the following text. Can you decode this rebus? You are under arrest. It's time to unwrap the gifts. Lucy's guests say, you have to crack our riddles to get the gifts. Riddle one, I get shorter the more I'm used, but I'm not a pencil. I'm made of wax, but I'm not a crayon. I can help you see in the dark, but I'm not a flashlight. I'm often found on a birthday cake, but I'm not icing. What am I? I'm a candle! Lucy gets her first gift from Stella. The guys go ahead and invite Lucy to crack the next riddle. I can pop, but I'm not popcorn. Sometimes I have a string attached, but I'm not a kite. Sometimes I float, but I'm not a swimmer. I'm seen at birthday parties, but I'm not a candle. What am I?
I'm a balloon. Lucy gets a bunch of balloons from Jessica. To get the third gift, Lucy needs to solve the following riddle. I bake, I rest, I come in different shapes, and I sometimes live with a flame on top of my head. What am I? I'm a cake. Suddenly, someone rings the doorbell. Lucy opens the door and sees three people in carnival masks. Two of them are late guests of Lucy, but one of them is an imposter. Can you guess who? It's the person in the middle. He doesn't have any feet and he's floating in the air. This guy must be a ghost. Lucy returns to the kitchen. Oh no, someone popped the balloons. Let's have a look around. Jessica is trying to get rid of a stain on her clothes. Stella is lighting a candle and Anna is finishing her pizza sitting right next to the balloons. Who's guilty? Anna is wearing a dress with spikes. They must have poked some holes in the balloons. It's time to blow out the candles. Lucy pours tea for all the guests. Then she leaves the table to have a brief phone call. Lucy returns and takes a sip of tea from her cup. Yikes, it's very salty. Lucy interrogates three people around the table. Stella says, I didn't touch your cup. I was busy taking a selfie. Anna says, I was cutting fruit, only your sister is capable of such a silly prank. And Jessica says, I was in the bathroom, so I didn't see what was happening at the table. Who's lying? Anna, look, she's hiding the salt shaker in her dress. Anna admits that she was trying to destroy the party. She's turning 22 today, but everyone forgot about her birthday. Lucy wants to make amends. Take a look around and try to find a possible gift for Anna. Hey, Lucy's birthday cake still has unlit candles in the shape of numbers 2 and 5. Lucy can turn the five upside down, make the candles look like 22, and present them to Anna. Luckily, Anna forgives Lucy. Some of the guests start dancing. Suddenly, the light goes off for a second and then comes back on. Stella screams, someone stole one of my diamond earrings. She questions three suspects. Lucy's boyfriend, Bill, says, I was trying to film a TikTok dance when the lights went out. Anna says, I'm afraid of the dark, so I just landed on the sofa. Lucy's co-worker, Oliver, says, I wanted to ask Stella to dance, but suddenly it became dark, so I just froze. Who stole the earring? No one. It just fell under this chair. Lucy decides to take some party pictures. Can you find three differences between these two pictures?
Here they are. Let's see if you can find three differences between these pictures. Over here. Let's make the task a little harder. Can you spot five differences between these images? Here they are. Bill is an artist. He gives Lucy his painting as a birthday gift. What's wrong here? There's no river. Can you help Lucy distribute these party hats among her guests? Stella loves the color yellow, but she's not fond of green. Oliver doesn't like the color purple and stripes. Anna is allergic to flowers, but she loves stars. Jessica doesn't like the color yellow, and Bill is not fond of orange decor. The first hat is for Jessica, and the second one is for Stella. Anna should get the third hat, Bill the fourth one. And finally, the fifth hat is perfect for Oliver. Lucy and her guests run out of food, but they're still hungry. There's a pizza restaurant just next to Lucy's place. Bill decides to go there. He rushes over and bumps into another customer. Bill hits his head and forgets what pizza Lucy asked him to buy. He remembers just three things. The pizza topping shouldn't include more than four colors. It shouldn't have any onions. But it must have at least one green element. Can you help Bill find the correct pizza? Four cheese pizza and margarita don't have any greenish elements, so we can exclude them. Mushroom pizza does have green olives, but it also has onions. As well as pineapple and jalapeno pizza. Goodbye! Only pepperoni pizza is in line with the assignment. Suddenly, Lucy hears someone ringing on the door. She opens and faces two dudes. They introduce themselves briefly. Peter says, I'm the nephew of your next-door neighbor, Glenda. She sent me here to borrow a cup of sugar from Lucy. And Rick says, I'm a delivery guy. Here's a birthday gift. Can you guess who the prankster is? It's Rick. He doesn't know Lucy's name, which is weird for a delivery guy. I wouldn't risk opening this box. Lucy exposes Rick and returns to the kitchen. She discovers that someone has broken her favorite vase. Lucy interrogates three suspects. Bill says, I was in the bathroom. I just returned and noticed the broken vase. Stella says, I put roses in this vase about an hour ago, and I haven't approached it since. And Jessica says, I was dancing in the living room. About five minutes ago, I heard the sound of breaking glass from the kitchen. Who's lying?
Stella, take a closer look at the broken vase. No roses, only daisies. You just entered a riddle-solving competition. The game show host shows you the first riddle you have to answer. Take a look at the image. Who do you think will be able to make it all the way across the line? Let's face it, it's the man on the left. Even though it looks like he's having a hard time carrying such heavy things, the weight is evenly distributed between his two hands, so he'll probably make it through without any problem. For your next challenge, the game show host shows you a picture of sinking boats. Which boat do you think will sink first? The first boat has two holes in it, but somehow it has way less water inside. The second boat only has one hole, but look at the amount of water that's gotten inside. It's definitely the second boat that's going to sink first. Since you passed the first two rounds, the third one gets a bit harder. Ken was riding on his rollerblades when he fell down and hurt his head. He woke up in the hospital, only to find that three Barbies were waiting for him. Take a look at the image. Can you figure out which Barbie is actually Ken's girlfriend? This is a tricky one. It can't be the third Barbie, because the real Barbie would never wink at Ken. It's usually him that does the flirty things. It's also not the second Barbie, because she would never put on makeup in front of him. So this leaves us with the first Barbie, who must be his girlfriend. The Finn is a famous hostel in Spain. It's especially famous for its fun showers. But hey, something doesn't look right in this image. Take a look and try to guess what it is. The woman on the right is squeezing a ketchup bottle instead of a shampoo bottle. That's definitely weird, huh? For the final rounds, the host picked out a few written riddles for you. The first one is, I speak without a mouth and hear without ears. Am I a microphone, a phone, or an echo? What would you say? The answer is echo, echo, echo. (laughs) I'm not alive, but I can grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. What am I? A tree, fire, or clouds? The correct answer is fire. Way to go if you chose that. Now, Carol was invited to a Halloween party in an abandoned house. Her friends asked if she was up for a challenge, and she said yes. Soon enough, she was locked inside a room. In this room, there was one door and three light switches next to it. Behind the door was an empty closet with nothing but a light bulb. Her task was to figure out which switch controls the light bulb inside the closet. She could flip the switches in whatever way she wanted, but once she opened the door, she couldn't touch the switches anymore. After some minutes of thinking, she was able to get it right. 
How did Carol do it? Okay, let's go step by step. She flipped switch number one and then waited a few minutes. She flipped it back to off and then immediately flipped switch number two. Then she opened the door and checked the light. The bulb was off, so she discovered that it wasn't switch number two that controlled the light. So she decided to touch the bulb to test if it was hot or cold. If the bulb had been cold, that would have meant that switch number three controlled it. But the bulb was hot. So that meant that switch number one controlled one. Way to go, Carol! To get back to the party, Carol Uh had to solve another riddle. There were two hourglasses in front of her. One hourglass measures 7 minutes, and the other one measures 4 minutes. She needed to time 9 minutes using both hourglasses. How could she do it? First, she turned both hourglasses at the same time. By the time the 4-minute glass finished, there were still 3 minutes left on the other one. She flipped the 4-minute glass again. When the 7-minute glass was empty, there was 1 minute left on the other glass. And once the 4-minute glass emptied again, there was 1 minute's worth of sand at the bottom half of the 7-minute timer. She flipped it over again, so there was 1 minute worth of sand on the top of the glass. And when the 7-minute timer finally emptied again, 9 minutes elapsed in total. Anna sat down to watch her favorite TV show. She made some popcorn, turned on the TV, and nestled comfortably to binge-watch an entire season. Her cat Pepper sat down next to her. But after 5 minutes of screen time, Anna suddenly passed out. Look at the image. Can you guess what happened there? Anna's cat, Pepper, got scared with a loud thump that came from the TV. It jumped on top of Anna, and it scared the life out of her. That's why she passed out. Joshua and Jeremy were going on a hiking trip to Adventure Mountains. They were about to leave their room to catch their train, but there's something wrong here. Can you spot the oddity? Well, they're going hiking, but Joshua is wearing shiny business shoes. Those will be too slippery on the mountains. Once they arrived at the train station, Uh Jeremy realized that he had forgotten the tickets. They went to the ticket sales booth to explain their situation. The salesman told them he might be able to give them new tickets, only if they could answer his riddle correctly. I stand tall, yet I never walk. With rocky peaks, I love to talk. Above the clouds, my head does rise. What am I that touches the skies? Can you figure out the answer? It's a mountain. During the train ride, Joshua and Jeremy were enjoying the beautiful scenery from the window. But then, suddenly, Jeremy screamed. Can you tell why? Uh 
take a look at the birds flying in the distance. Were you able to spot the small dragon flying with them? Well, Jeremy did. Joshua and Jeremy finally arrived at their destination. Before they started climbing up, they wanted to make sure their water bottles were full for the entirety of the hike. They saw three different drinking fountains from where they could fill their bottles. Take a look at them and tell me which ones they should pick. If you look closer at the first fountain, you can see a snake's tongue sticking out in the water flowing from the fountain tap. That's gross! And the second fountain's water has a slightly yellow hue. That's a no from me, so they should pick the third fountain. Jeremy and Joshua were finally ready to begin their hike. There were three different hiking trails they could follow. They wanted to choose the longest trail to be able to spend more time on the mountain. Take a look at the hiking trail map. You have 10 seconds to tell me which trail is the longest. It's the second trail. During their hike, Jeremy wanted to take some photos for his social media account. So they decided to go off path deep into the forest. But suddenly, an elf stopped them and said, uh -oh. I am the guardian of this forest. I won't allow you to walk any further. Unless you know the answer to this riddle. I have cities, but no houses. Forests, but no trees. And rivers, but no water. What am I? Do you know the answer? It's a map. It became dark before Jeremy and Joshua could get back on the hiking trail. They decided to spend the night in the forest, just in case. Can you help them pick which tree they should build their tent under? Do you see the snake hole here, next to the second tree? The consequences would be disastrous if they built their tent above it. And as for the third tree, there's a bee's nest on one of the branches, so it wouldn't be wise to pick that one. That's why they should pick the first tree. After completing their adventure and returning to their hotel room, Jeremy and Joshua started comparing the photos they uh -oh. had taken. But Joshua noticed that there were uh -oh. five differences in the photos they took at the same place. Take a look at them both here. Can you spot them? In the first photo, the mountaintop view is covered with snow, but that's not the case in the second photo. Secondly, the logo that Jeremy's t-shirt has in the first photo is different in the second photo. Thirdly, in the second photo, a pair of glowing eyes can be seen in between the trees, which doesn't exist in the first photo. Creepy! As for the fourth difference, in the first photo, Joshua is holding two of his trekking poles. But in the second photo, he's only holding one. And lastly, in the first photo, there are two cable cars riding to the top of the mountain. But in the second photo, there's only one. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.